It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. Is it too early to wish you a happy Christmas? Considering we're only looking at the week of December 4th to 8th, and I know Christmas seems very, very upfront so far this year. Are we going to get tired of it by the 25th? Everything down by the 26th? Done. No. No bar humbug here. All the way. 1971, a fire. The one that inspired one of the greatest rock songs ever and one that everybody first learns on guitar. Fire! Calmly go towards the exit, ladies and gentlemen. More on that in a few minutes. In 1980 this week, the world lost John Lennon. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, shot twice in the back. And in 1968, the Stones launched an album with a unique press event. It was great fun, terrific. Nobody had ever done that before at a press launch. So all of that, it's the week of December 4th to 8th in music history. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. It was this week in 1971 on December 4th that the Montreux Casino in Switzerland burnt to the ground during a show by Frank Zappa. Now, what happened was some lad was firing fireworks inside the venue. One of them got into the roof space and everything went up on fire. The incident was immortalised forever by Deep Purple's Smoke on the Water. From that concert that Frank Zappa was doing, his initial announcement of... It was this week in 1980, two months after the tragic death of drummer John Bonham, that Led Zeppelin took that decision to break up. They decided the legacy was not right to be tampered with and we would not be bringing anyone else in to play drums. He said, you're all right. He said, but you'd be a lot better if you had the best drummer in the world behind you. I said, yeah, yeah. I suppose you're him. He said, yeah, these are the songs we do. Just come along and play, but you make your own way there. Never a dull moment, really, until 1980. In 1965 this week, in fact, December 5th, the Beatles played their last ever show in their hometown of Liverpool. They played the Liverpool Empire. It was their final UK tour. There was only 5,100 tickets available, but there was 40,000 applications for those tickets. Now, let's bring it back. Snapshot of life at the time of the Beatles, especially when they were arriving at an airport at 5 a.m. and this was the noise from fans. Paul again about the American tour. It was pretty rough. We've had so much success we don't care if it fades tomorrow. We've reached the point where we don't have worries anymore. That's the point most people want to reach. Not this lot. The point they want to reach is a Beatle and if they did the Beatles would have worries. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. 1968 this week, the release of the Rolling Stones' new album, Beggar's Banquet, was celebrated at a party in London. It turned out to be a great big food fight with actual custard pies being the highlight. This journo was there. Dodging these pies flying about over the top and hitting everybody in the head. 
And I looked behind me and suddenly I saw Brian Jones' grinning face come down from the table. He had this huge pie in his hand and he was bringing it back to let me have it, right, under the table. And just as he did it, somebody, I don't know who it was because I couldn't see above me, got him. And this pie splattered into his face and he went backwards. But I was, I just missed being pied by Brian Jones at that, that so particular thing. But it was great fun, you know, it was terrific. Nobody had ever done that before at a press launch. That was another thing, you know. Staying in the 60s, 1966, the Beatles recorded their Christmas and New Year's greetings for pirate radio stations in London and outside of London. Well, actually, they, these were on ships out in international waters. Radio Caroline and Radio London. This is Ringo Starr, and I'd just like to say Merry Christmas and a really Happy New Year to all listeners. This is John Lennon saying on behalf of the Beatles, have a very happy Christmas and a good New Year. This is Paul McCartney here. I'd just like to wish you everything you wish yourselves for Christmas. George Harrison speaking. I'd like to take this opportunity of wishing a very Merry Christmas listeners everywhere. Jumping forward a couple of decades, American singer-songwriter dies of a heart attack at the age of 52. No age at all. This happened on December 6th of 1988. He had a heart attack at his home in Nashville, Tennessee and died in hospital shortly afterwards. He became one of the biggest stars of the 60s and only recently was in the charts again with Bob Dylan and George Harrison, the travelling Wilburys. This Week in Music History, the podcast. 1967 this week, Otis Redding was in the studio recording Sitting on the Dock of a Bay. The song went on to become his biggest ever hit, but Otis didn't see its release because he was killed three days later after doing the initial recording in a plane crash and you know that familiar whistling at the end of it but never meant to be there it was just him fooling around intending to return to the studio and add words in place of the whistling Another sad death, this time December 8th, 1980. John Lennon shot by 25-year-old Mark Chapman outside the Dakota building in New York. So America learned the news from football commentator Howie Cosell. This is how it was broken to America. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to take. Frank, indeed it is. Then, of course, further news reports. Got out of the limousine to their apartment at the Dakota, where they were shot by a man who has been described, as you have said, by the police as deranged or a kook or something like that. Immediately, John Lennon was brought right here to Roosevelt Hospital. This is only about 13 blocks away from his apartment. And reaction back in England with Paul McCartney. I got a phone call this morning. From whom? Hey, uh, from a friend of mine. Are you planning to go hey. before the funeral? I don't know yet. Do you know, do you, have you discussed the, the death yeah. with any of the other Beatles? No. Uh, do you, do you plan to? Probably, yeah. What were you recording today? Um, I was just listening to some stuff, you know, I just didn't want to sit at home. Why? Well, I didn't feel like it. What time did you hear the news? This morning sometime. Very early? 
And that's a look at this week in music history. We've just gone through the week of December 4th until 8th. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks a lot for checking out the podcast. See you next time. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This week in music history, the podcast.